I think that God rested on the seventh day as an example to us. There's many of us that need to know that rest is not unholy, like we've been taught. There's many of us that need to understand that rest is not the same thing as laziness, like we've been taught. I believe that God rested on the seventh day, not because he was tired, but he needed us to know that rest is God approved and many times rest is God ordained. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here on Church Boy Confessions. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Church Board Confessions podcast, episode 141, powered by the one and only Unassociated, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of good stuff. We're going to cover this uh, episode. I want to get straight to it. A couple things that I want to talk about first. Oh, you know what? Something new that happened this week is that I bought a, a plastic plant oh you can't see it because out of frame i'm not gonna get up because i'm not wearing appropriate pants but i, I bought a new plant um it, it's plastic i don't do real ones because um, i'm a negligent plant parent but nevertheless i'm thinking of returning though because it's pretty ugly i don't know why i even talked about that but nevertheless welcome welcome to episode 141 you know what i'm saying um a couple of announcements before we get into this one we're gonna be talking about a really good topic we're gonna be talking about resting with the lord um, it's something that I think all of us, I'm sorry, not I think, sometimes I have a bad habit of saying I think. It's something that all of us need to understand. It's something that all of us need to embrace, resting with the Lord. Before we get to that, I have a couple of announcements. The first one is next week, next week, Monday, a week from today, April 4th, we will be having our second Bible study, our our Bible study that is open to the community. We had our first one last, last month, I believe it was March 7th. Um, We're going to be doing it every first Monday of the month. So if you haven't signed up already, the sign up link should be in the description and it should be in the YouTube description as well. So definitely sign up for that. I'm telling you, these Bible studies is for education. It's for edification. Um, We we go deep into the word. You know what I'm saying? And and we want to answer questions. Um, I'm aware that there is a lot of insecurity in the in the young Christian community right now. Um, And I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I've, I've been on TikTok and heard that one statement, whether it was from an atheist, a critical scholar, a false teacher, a deceiver, a liar, that said something that I didn't really know about. So then I started to scramble. I started to be insecure about my faith and so on. And I think there's a lot of us that are in that space today. I hate when I go on these pages and I see that there's somebody that's saying that I'm a Christian and I didn't know this, or I'm Christian and now I'm trying to doubt myself. You're starting to doubt yourself because you're uneducated in the word of God. A lot of us, we grew up in church. We went to Sunday school. We learned about David and Goliath. We learned about, um, um, what else did we learn about? We learned about uh, um, Jesus walked on water and so on. And that's all great. But there's a reason why you were taught that when you were a kid, because that was the stuff that you could retain, right? But now you're a teenager. Now you're a young adult. Now you are a full adult and you are adulting in life. And the reality is you were once fed milk and now you need solid food. 
You need to know what biblical exegesis is. You need to know what biblical hermeneutics is. You need to know about the historicity of the Bible. You need to know these things, not because your faith is grounded on these things, because it's not by man's wisdom we became believers, but because we have experienced the power of God. But you do need to know these things so you can be more secure. It does help to be more knowledgeable on the word of God. It does help for the sake of evangelism when we're having these conversations with these non-believers who want to know these things. Like I said, I've been that insecure Christian, and I know that I'm going on a rant right now, but I, I need I need this to be said. I've been that insecure Christian when I saw something, I learned something completely new that I didn't know about the Bible. I never heard it in church, and then I started to question what's going on. I'm so insecure. What do I do? And there's going to be a period of wrestling. There's going to be a period of you know, not understanding things, confusing, being confused with things. But I'm telling you that the answers are there to most of our questions whether it's questions about why God did this or that, questions as to as to sexuality, questions as to what else. Um, um, there's so many. There's so many things that we don't understand because it just simply wasn't taught to us yet. But I'm telling you, take the time to study. Everything that you hear on social media, I don't care what it is, even if it's from our page, everything that you hear on this podcast, you take it with a grain of salt until you take the time to study and pray on it, period. I don't care what that person says, whether they got a PhD, ABC, DEF, or anything like that. I don't care if that's your pastor. Now, I don't care if that's a Christian teacher that who normally says a lot of things that are based on doctrine. I saw one Christian teacher try to teach people that cussing wasn't a sin. We're having conversation about cussing, whether it's a sin or not on TikTok. We're having conversations about whether the Bible says man should not lie with man. Or not. It's I'm not going to get frustrated because, you know, God's been working on me to be more patient when it comes to this stuff because sometimes I get prideful and I act like I've never been that person that was confused but there are answers ladies and gentlemen um there 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 is scholarship on this stuff and I, I've been that insecure Christian which is one of the reasons why I started going to seminary school and I've been exposed to these answers I've been exposed to Christian academia we don't just only believe the things that we believe because we chose to believe it no because there's actual logic behind these things and um, also the Holy Spirit works throughout the entire learning process and that was a big old rant but I think it needed to be said man if you are insecure in your faith that should be the the driving factor for you to be curious and for you to research and when you research it's not about reading a medium article it's not about reading an op-ed in the New York Times those people don't know what they're talking about read Christian scholarship get a study Bible Pray on these things. Talk about these things. Blueletterbible.org, that's a great tool. So you can tie the English back to the Hebrew or the English back to the Greek. I'm done. All right. I, I'm, I'm ranting. But it's definitely something that's been on my heart. I hate to see young Christians that are, you know, being tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. I'm telling you, the Bible says what it says. You know what I'm saying? And, and we hold true to what the Bible says because it's the word of God, period. All right. And if you have any questions, please, this is something I haven't talked about in a long time and it is absolutely my fault. www.unassociated.com slash askchurchboy. Yes, it's still there. I just always forget to talk about it. I haven't brought it up in a long time, but I see that there is a dire need for it in this community. And well, I don't know if it's people in this community, but in the Christian community at large, um, a lot of us young people, we need answers. We have questions and we need answers. So I would love to offer as much as I know. I do not know everything and I'm still learning. Right. But there's a lot of questions that we have that are, you know, that are there and they're and they're clear. 
but um, we just need that person that can help show us with with kindness and compassion what the answer is. And I would love to be um, that person that can help. Um, so www.unnashassociate.com slash askchurchboy and come to our Bible studies and let's learn together. Bring your questions on April 4th. Um, I'm going to try and do it where the first 30 minutes is where I, I you know, cover what I want to cover. And then the second 30 minutes is when we have time for questions and all that different stuff. Let's do it. Let's have these conversations. We are creating space. Bring your questions. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's learn. And last but not least, even though it's like halfway into the episode by now. Please, ladies and gentlemen, please, um, if you feel led at any time during this episode or during the week or during your time living to donate to this ministry and help us do the things that, you know, we, God has put on our, our heart to execute, please, um, you can donate at www.unassociated.com slash donate um, and you can give us a tax deductible donation because we are a 501c3 religious nonprofit in California. All right. So we're going to get into this episode after my rants. I apologize. Sometimes things just have to be let off my chest. Um, and um, the message for today is the importance of resting with the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. This message is definitely something that anyone can gain from. But I think that this message is more so um, aimed at people who have been using their gifts for the Lord. All right. Um, my story starts off where I'm in a time where I'm unemployed, but I'm still busy because I'm doing things with unassociated. I'm still busy because I'm doing things with school and whatnot. Um, and it got to the point where God was just like really putting on my heart to take a day out of the week to just rest, put everything away. No, nothing to do with unassociated, nothing to do with homework, you know, close all the tabs on my computer and just sit down, rest you know what I'm saying? I could watch a movie. I used to like literally I would buy movies on YouTube. I wanted to watch whatever. Like it just be chill, bro. Like it would just be amazing. I would couple that time with praying and fasting. I'd feel so close to God. I feel so rejuvenated, so recharged. It was an amazing, amazing habit that I formed. Um, but, you know, I prayed to God to give me a job. And that's exactly what he did. He answered my prayers. And when I got the job, things became very, very busy. And it's unfortunate that the first thing that I chose to sacrifice was my devotion time with God. Now, God had gave me a couple of warnings for this, right? Um, months earlier, he gave me a warning and said that, hey, you know, like, I want you to be not, not really a warning, but it was kind of a heads up. Like, hey, I want you to spend more time with me. Don't compromise the time that you have with me. Right. And then right when I started the job, one of my friends, the Holy Spirit, talked to her and communicated to me that I not not to compromise. I ought not to compromise the time that I have with the Lord. So God made it clear that, hey, don't compromise this time that you have with me. My devotion time with him is very important. Even it might need to be increased. Right. Um, you know, but unfortunately, I didn't do that. And the first thing that I did when God blessed me with the thing that I was praying for is sacrifice the time that I had with him. And that's what so many of us do, right? For me, I got the job. I got the position that I wanted and I got super busy. I said, you know what? I'm doing school. I'm doing job. I'm doing ministry. You know, uh, I don't have as much time to read my Bible today. I don't have as much time to just listen, to sit down and listen. I don't have time to take out an entire day to pray fast and rest in the Lord. I don't have that. Some of us, we get to college. We got into the college that we prayed to get into. You know what I'm saying? And and then we I saw this a lot. We don't go to church on Sunday because we have the final on Monday. Right. Or we don't go to Bible study anymore because we have to study or we don't we don't do a lot of anything, any type, any type of um, 
alone time with the Lord because we're so busy with school and extracurriculars and so on. And the thing is, like, all of that sounds so good, like you're being a good student, like you're being a good steward and so on. But it's actually a terrible thing. It's something that that is that is not good. It is something that is very that can be very detrimental to your spiritual growth and your spiritual connection, your relationship with God in the first place. I see it a lot when I was in college, campus ministries, right? You know, a lot of us, we serve and we volunteer for our campus ministry or your Bible club, whatever it might be. And you're doing a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? And you think that it's the right thing to do, right? And it is the right thing to do. It's always good to fill other people up. But you put so much time and energy into filling people up that you never give yourself time to be filled by God. And the reality is, if you're empty trying to fill people up, you're doing more damage than you are doing anything good, and that's the reality of it. You know, it's many of us in ministry where we're so consumed with, you know, serving. And, and it sounds weird to say we're so consumed with serving. But if you never take that time to just sit with Jesus and just to rest with God, man, it's going to weaken your performance. That's what it does. That's what it does. So the point of this episode is... Really, I'm pleading with you. Your resting time with God, it is non-negotiable, period. Make it happen. I don't know how you're going to make it happen, but get creative. It needs to happen. I'm one of those that believe that God did not rest. He didn't. Let me say it like this. I'm one, I'm one of those that believe that God did not make the world in six days and rest on the seventh because he was tired. I don't believe it. I serve a God that does not sleep nor slumber. I think that God rested on the seventh day as an example to us. There's many of us that need to know that rest is not unholy, like we've been taught. There's many of us that need to understand that rest is not the same thing as laziness, like we've been taught. I believe that God rested on the seventh day, not because he was tired, but he needed us to know that rest is God approved. And many times rest is God ordained. There is something called righteousness from inactivity. That exists. And it is something that we need as believers. We need that time to rest with the Lord. A break. Take a break. I know society teaches us all gas, no breaks. We don't break. We'll sleep when we die. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what the rise and grind mentality is. I feel like I have to be working on things up until 2 a.m. in the morning. I, I I tried to do that at first until, man, life hit me like a ton of bricks. I thought I was like that. I'm not like that. Hey, if you like that, good for you. I used to be like that. I can't do that no more. <laughs> uh-uh, no, you got to get up for work in the morning. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, sir. <laughs> but we need that rest, ladies and gentlemen. And, um. I say resting with the Lord. Um, I know that commonly the phrase is resting in the Lord, but I think there's a difference between resting with the Lord and resting in the Lord. I think resting in the Lord still implies that you're active, right? You could be resting in the Lord while you're active because you put your trust in him and you're calm, you're cool, collected, even as you're going about your day. But the reason why I say resting with the Lord is because I want to emphasize that I'm talking about inactivity. I'm talking about literally taking a time to drop everything and just be with God. Take out a time to just be with him and rest. Rest physically, rest mentally, and rest spiritually. Give yourself space to be refilled. Give yourself space to be edified by God. And I'm going to read a passage today that I think 
um, really expresses this lesson of why it's important to be resting with the Lord. And we're going to go to Luke chapter 10. We're going to start at verse 38 to 42. All right. So verse 38, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked him, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, <laughs> the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. May God bless hearing, reading, and understanding of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. So Martha welcomes Jesus into her home. Martha is frantically, seemingly frantically, um, going about trying to serve him and prepare things for Jesus, right? And I think many of us would do that. While Mary, her sister, is just sitting down there, listening to Jesus at his feet. Martha didn't like that her sister wasn't helping her. So he told, she told Jesus, and I, I'm telling you, I would do the exact same thing. He said, Jesus, tell her to get her behind up and help me prepare. We're literally doing this for y'all. Why is she not helping me? Right? And Jesus said that Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Hmm. Many of us are like Martha. We're serving the Lord, right? With our gifts, we are preparing things, we're cleaning things, we're helping things. And there is nothing wrong with this, ladies and gentlemen. But the problem is that we never take time to be like Mary and sit at Jesus' feet and listen. The problem is, look, just like Martha, sometimes the task that God has given us, right, we get so consumed by it that it starts to distract us from the word of God. That's what we see. We're doing all these things in service to God. And ultimately, that is what is distracting us from the word of God. And that sounds so crazy. Does that mean that our service and the task that God gives us is a distraction? Absolutely not. Like, like Apostle Paul, certainly not. God forbid. What it does mean is that we need to get our priorities straight. God blessed me with what I was praying for, a job, right? So the job isn't bad. I actually really like my job. But if I don't have my priorities straight and I'm not setting out the time to be alone with the Lord out of my busy schedule and instead sacrificing that time with the Lord, there is a problem there, ladies and gentlemen. The reality is this. Good servants do what their master tells them to do. But if you never take time to listen to your master, never take time to be with your master, how on earth are you supposed to even know the orders that he's giving you? You're serving the Lord. You're using your gifts that he has given you to do the things that he's asked you to do. You are working hard. But the problem is that you never take out the time to lay at Jesus' feet and listen. The problem is that you never take the time to put your tools down and rest with the Lord. What happens when we don't rest with the Lord? I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this episode, it's because you have seen the negative effects of never resting, of never resting with the Lord. You get burned out, you get irritable, 
And then when you get irritable, you start to lash out on other people. You want to know that something that's so funny? Like, I got to the point where I was burned out. I was really burned out, y'all. Like, for real. And I was doing so much. I was juggling so much. And one thing I tell myself is that the reason why I'm working hard, the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is so I can provide for my family one day because I love my family and so on. But ain't it crazy that when I was burned out doing all the things that I was doing, I started to get irritable and then lash out on my family. So I say that I'm doing all of this work in order to provide for my family. Meanwhile, I'm disrespecting my family because of the work that I'm doing. That's backwards. When that happens, that means something's not right. And we need to take a step back and realize like, yo, I get it. We have our goals. I get it. We're serving. I get it. We're working hard. But do not forget why you're doing that. Man. Some of us, we get burned out, we get tired, we get discouraged, and then we even think of quitting the task that God has put in front of us altogether. Some of us, we make mistakes where we wouldn't have if we just took the time to rest and we took the time to listen to God, listen for him. The reality is we need time to receive others. I'm sorry, we need, we need time to receive orders. We need time to recharge and we need time to grow, grow in the Lord. As individuals, we need that time. Excuse me. You know, one problem that many of us have is that we think that we are justified in sacrificing our time with the Lord because we are serving the Lord, right? We're so busy with using the gifts God has given us. We're so busy with ministry. We're so busy with serving God in capacity that he's asked us to serve. And we think that because we're doing God's work, that it's okay if we sacrifice our personal time with God. We're not bad for that. You know, God's still happy with that, right? Let me tell you something. Do not assume that you know how to please God in every circumstance. Don't do that. Let God tell you how to please him. I'm so serious right now. Do not assume that you know how to please God in every circumstance. God will tell you how to please him in different circumstances because the reality is maybe how you handled situation A, right? That's how it pleased him in that context. But now it's at situation B and he's giving you different instructions. But because you never took out the time to rest, because you never took out the time to, okay, let me regroup. Let me let me let me have take this day to just be with the Lord and be in communion with him. Now you're trying to handle situation B like situation A, but there were different instructions for situation B. And you don't consider it because you just assume that you know what God wants all the time. Sometimes you assume that you know what God wants more than God knows what he wants. And I'm going to give you scripture about this. First Samuel chapter 15 we're going to start verse 18 and 22. And what happens here is that you have the first king of Israel. His name is Saul. And he's given the instruction to go to this land of the Amalekites and to wipe everything out. Man, woman, children, cattle, everything that breathed needed to die. Oh, man. A lot of people say, what an evil God that is. But you don't get to tell righteous what's righteous and not. In his perfect judgment, he said, wipe out that entire civilization. Yes, he did. Absolutely, he did. I can't tell righteous what righteous is. In his perfect judgment, that's what he instructed us all to do. 
So, so Saul, he goes on this mission. He goes on this mission. Um, and what he does is that he keeps the king alive and he also takes the cattle and he keeps them alive as well, disobeying God's order. So what God does is that he sends um, a prop, his prophet, his prophet's name is Samuel, to rebuke Saul and tell him about his disobedience. And this is where we come to at verse 18. All right. So starting at verse 18. This is Samuel talking. And he sent you on a mission. God sent you on a mission saying, go and completely destroy those wicked people. The Amalekites wage war against them until you have wiped them out. Why did you not obey the Lord? He's talking to Saul. Saul, why have you not obeyed the Lord? Why did you pounce on the plunder and do evil in the eyes of the Lord? Verse 20. But I did obey the Lord, Saul said. I went on a mission the Lord assigned me. I completely destroyed the Amalekites and brought back Agag, their king. Verse 21. The soldiers took sheep and cattle from the plunder and the best of what was devoted to God in order to sacrifice them to the Lord your God at Gilgal. Verse 22, but Samuel replied, does the Lord delight, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice and to heed is better than the fat of rams. Hmm. That verse is so powerful. To obey is better than sacrifice. Saul gave an excuse for his disobedience and said that, hey, well, I know that God told me to do this, but I did it a different way because I wanted to sacrifice these cattle to the Lord. Now, I don't know if this was Saul's actual intentions, but that's what he said. Right. Saul assumed that he knew how to please God in the situation, even though God gave him clear instruction on what to do. Martha assumed that she knew that the right thing to do in that situation and, got, and Jesus coming to her house was to prepare Prepare everything, prepare everything, frantically prepare everything for Jesus. And they were both wrong. Hmm. Many of us are serving God without asking him how he wants us to serve him. Many of us are serving God and we're not spending time with him. Many of us are saying we are busy doing the work to honor him while we are ignoring him. And that don't make sense. You don't tell me that you are serving God and honoring him while you are ignoring him. That does not make any sense. And I say this in the nicest way possible. That does not make you a righteous servant. And I've been this person. That's why I'm going to say it. And sometimes I am that person because I mess up. That makes you a foolish one. Ladies and gentlemen, all of this is really to say that I want us to take it very seriously, that time that we put to the side for God. It is for him. It is for us. We need time to rest with the Lord. Take your PTO. Go on vacation. Cancel all plans. Stay. Rest. Regain your strength. It is not unholy. It is not laziness. It's not the same thing. It is necessary. Take time to put everything down and lay at Jesus' feet 
He will recharge you. He will grow you. He will instruct you. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, oh God, for your goodness and your mercy and your love and your blessing that you have showered over your children, oh God. And thank you for giving us gifts and help us to use those gifts for your glory, oh God. But as we are doing the work that you've told us to do, oh God, help us to not sacrifice the time that you want us to have with you, oh God. Father, we pray for blessings and you give us those blessings, but we will not be the people who just get consumed by doing and participating with this blessing, Father God, but we will come to you and we will give you thanks and we will lay at your feet and we will listen, oh God. We want to listen to how we will please you in every circumstance that you bring us to, oh God. Help us to listen to you. Help us to be dependent on you. Help us keep our eyes fixed on you. For those of us that are in ministry, for those of us that, that have these gifts that we are using, that we are that we are using to serve you, oh God, help us to not forget to spend time with you, to not forget our relationship with you. As we're filling other people up, as we're blessing other people, let us not forget that we need to be blessed by you. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us to get ours from you, our fill from you, our rest from you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. I pray, I pray, I pray that that episode could really bless you. And if you know the person that needs to know the importance of rest, make sure you send this to them because this episode is going to be touched. Uh, this episode is going to touch everyone that is intended to touch in the mighty name of Jesus. So I love you guys. Um, I appreciate you guys giving me this space. Um, this 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 time in your day to speak to you um and, and tell you what god has told me so um, i love you guys i appreciate you guys next monday april 4th let's have this great bible study peace out